Are you someone who procrastinates doing uncomfortable tasks or activities? Yeah, me too. If you answered yes to that, this is the episode for you. I'm going to give you five reasons why you're procrastinating and how to overcome each of those reasons. This is the W2 Prison Break Show, the podcast to help you fire your boss and become the CEO of your own business in under 12 months. I'm your host, Brian O'Neill. Welcome back to the show, everyone. If you are a returning listener, I'm so grateful that you tune in every week. And for those new listeners, welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy it. We're coming at you five days per week. Okay, back to the topic, procrastination. Now, this idea for this show just came from a live session. I go on TikTok Live, folks, for one hour, about an hour a day, every single day, almost seven days a week. And I talk about a variety of topics. They're, they're live sessions. We're Q&A. If you want to be a part of that, there's a link in the show notes to my TikTok account. And again, I go on there. So take advantage of that. I asked the audience a question about what they were struggling with. And I said, hey, I'll do a podcast episode if the title's good. So that's exactly how I came up with the title. Hey, guys, if you're looking to create content or looking to solve problems, like ask the people, ask your audience, they'll tell you exactly what they need. So the, the title is, he said, hey, I, I have procrastination, procrastinating uncomfortable tasks, right? And I said, hey, yeah, very normal. And this came from Bold Freedom. So go to, Bold, go to TikTok and follow Bold Freedom. Thank you very much for the idea. Now let's get into it. Why do people procrastinate doing things that are uncomfortable or our activities that are uncomfortable? And I have a personal uh, story that I'm going to share with you that actually occurred today. I was avoiding something, all right? So this is very common. You are not alone in this world. So why do we procrastinate? Number one, we are designed and built to avoid uncomfortable situations, right? Avoidance of discomfort. Because that usually gives us a feeling of anxiety, stress, and procrastinating is a way to avoid those negative emotions or feelings, even though it's a temporary situation. So that's reason number one of why. So I'm going to go into the whys, and then I'm going to tell you, go back and tell you how to overcome each one or some strategies that you can use to overcome each of them, okay? Because this is going to continue for the majority of your life. And you're going to have to recognize why it's happening and, and how to deal with it. The, fee, the second thing is fear of failure. Most people, many people are procrastinating because they don't want to not do the thing the right way or fail. And that can be paralyzing, right? You don't do it. Like you're just avoiding, avoiding, avoiding. You won't do it. You won't do it because you're afraid that you're going to mess it up. Or maybe there's some fear around like what the other person might say if you have to have a difficult conversation, right? So think about that. We're avoiding, and then we have fear of messing stuff up. Fear is paralyzing. The third reason is perfectionism. A lot of us have to think we got to do everything perfectly, right? So the desire to do everything perfectly can lead to procrastination. It does lead to procrastination. You feel overwhelmed, like by the pressure to achieve perfection and thus getting started, okay? So again, that's another reason. That's number three. Number four, is a lack of motivation. If you're not 
motivated to do the thing or perform the task, then you're probably just going to put it off because maybe it doesn't have an immediate reward or a consequence, right? And you just decide to put it off. So lack of motivation, that's kind of low on the list of reasons, but definitely one to consider. So the fifth reason is what is referred to as decision paralysis. When you're faced with a task or activity that requires you to make a decision, a quick decision, and you're an overanalyzing type of person like me and like a lot of other human beings on this earth, that leads to procrastination. Maybe you don't like the stress that's associated with making a decision. People get uncomfortable with having to make a decision. It's like it's a lot of pressure. So you just avoid it. You don't do it. You procrastinate. Okay. Those are the five reasons why people procrastinate. Again, you're avoiding some type of discomfort, stress, anxiety. You have the fear of failure. You don't want to look dumb. You are a perfectionist. You have to make sure that everything is perfect. And that's the only way that it can be done. It has to be perfect. You have a lack of motivation because this particular thing, if you do it or don't do it, like there's just no reward or consequence. Totally, totally makes sense. And then lastly, you have decision paralysis. You have the fear of making a decision it's uncomfortable to you. So you just avoid it. You don't do it. You procrastinate. Hey guys, back to the episode in a minute. Real quick, I just wanted to talk to you about our mastermind, our brand new mastermind, W2 Prison Break Nation. We're in our fifth week now. It's awesome. There's some great people in there, people who want to change their lives, fire their boss in 2024, start their own business. We even have some solopreneurs in there who want to scale their business up, make more money so that they don't feel like a W-2 employee in their job. I'm excited of where this group is going to go. We're just at the ground level. We have weekly mastermind calls every single week for about an hour. I bring in an outside expert to talk on a topic every single month. And then you get two 45-minute one-to-one coaching sessions with me as part of your investment in the mastermind. If you want to learn more, I want you to book a call with me. There's a link in the show notes where you can book a call and I'll tell you all about it. W2 Prison Break Nation. Let's get back to the episode. Okay, now let's get into strategies and tips for each one that will help you the next time you're noticing, number one, that, hey, I'm not doing this. This keeps showing up, procrastinating over and over. I'm going to share a recent example with you of how I was able to overcome this. Okay, so the avoiding of the discomfort. This is big for a lot of people and hard to overcome. And I get it, it's hard to overcome. Like you got this thing I gotta do. And it's like, oh man, I just, I don't know how it's gonna turn out, right? It's just, it's uncomfortable. I don't wanna have that conversation. I don't wanna do that thing because it's just, it's just outside of my comfort zone. So maybe there's a way that you could break down the thing, the task into a series of smaller tasks. Like, you know, let's do it all at once. So we just kind of chip away a little, little by little, right? Maybe there's a way that you can do that. So look at that, take it into smaller, more manageable steps so that you can reduce the initial discomfort, stress, anxiety, be like, okay, hey, this isn't that bad, right? Then you'll be able to complete the activity with less of this avoidance of discomfort situation. Some people will simply journal or meditate about it. That's something that you can look at. I've used that as well. Like if I if something is ailing me and I'm avoiding it and it's keeping me up at night, I will sometimes meditate or I'll journal, I'll write it out. At the end of this, I'm going to share you the strategy that I use. It's worked for me like gold and it still does and it always will. But I want to go through some of these because again, not everything applies to everyone. 
And some of these strategies or some of these reasons why you procrastinate might be bigger than for others than, than not. Fear of failure. Oh my goodness, this is block everybody in their tracks, right? We are just so afraid to mess up. And this is part of life. You're supposed to mess up. You're supposed to make mistakes. That's how we learn. So you got to reframe your thinking to understand that, okay, look, I'm going to go into this thing that's uncomfortable that I'm avoiding, that's causing me stress. I'm going to go into it and do it. And it just, I might mess it up and that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just look at this as an opportunity to learn, especially if you've never done it before. A lot of the times you haven't done these activities or tasks before. And that's why you procrastinate. So look at his opportunity to learn knowing, hey, at the end of this, I'm going to be better at this thing or this activity or this task. And I'll have more knowledge. And the next time I won't have this avoidance problem. Perfectionism, almost as bad as fear as failure, right? But your standards are too high. Perfection is unattainable. That, like that's a thing. Perfection is unattainable. You don't need to be perfect. You, you don't. That's all in your head. No one really comes to you with a task or some type of job and says, hey, uh, Brian or Joe or Jane, or you got to do this perfectly. Otherwise, you're fired. Like, who's ever had that happen? And if that does happen to you, you probably need to get another job. But that's all in your head. That, those are your standards. Your standards are high. I don't mind you having high standards, but don't do it to the point where you're not doing anything at all. Okay? It does not have to be perfect. Lower your standards a little bit. Set achievable standards rather than aiming for this thing that's perfect, that's just out of reach. Like you're, you're going to make mistakes. It doesn't need to be perfect. That's usually in your head. If you're providing something for somebody, right? You're doing a job or a task for somebody. I'm telling you, they don't notice what you know. Deliver the results to them that they want. Does this solve their problem? Does this get the job done? Doesn't have to be the best doesn't have to be absolutely perfect. Let go of that. Lack of motivation is the next factor that leads to procrastination, right? So I'm not going to spend a lot of time here on this one, but what you want to really do is look at connecting the task maybe to a personal goal or maybe one of your values. Maybe that'll give you some incentive and some motivation to complete it. Look for ways to do that, right? Look for ways to attach this thing to something that you believe in, that you're avoiding, and maybe that'll help you. But I get it. There's a lack of motivation. Hey, I'm not really excited about doing this. Doesn't light me up. We'll find a way that maybe it will. Maybe the thread there that you can attach it to, to your personal value system and give yourself like a little reward for completing the task, right? Like attach something to it. Like, hey, if I do this, I'm going to go to the movies or something, or I'm going I'm to reward myself with something that I love to do. Think of it that way. The last one, and then I'm going to share my personal story uh, that happened today is decision paralysis, right? You just can't make a decision. I've worked with a lot of people like this, and I don't say that in a bad way, because I'm like this too. Like I have a lot of stuff going on. It's like, what do I need to focus on? And sometimes making a decision stresses us out so much because again, you can relate all five of the things to this, all, all the other four things to this is, hey, I'm going to look dumb here. I, I have a feel of uh, failure, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make the decision because I don't want to look stupid. So they're all kind of interconnected and intertwined. And with decision paralysis, just break down the decision into a series of smaller decisions. Tackle them one at a time. Maybe you don't have to make the entire decision all at once, right? Get some advice from other people. If you're doing a job for somebody, 
and you're having a hard time with the decision, just go and be like, hey, um, what do you think of this? Like, I'm thinking about doing this, doing it this way or doing it this way. Well, how would you do it? Ask a coworker, ask, a fr- ask somebody who has knowledge, like ask for help, talk it out, externalize it, get it out if, as opposed to just avoiding it. Okay. I hope those strategies help you. They've worked for me, but this is what has always worked for me. Okay. Number one, I am fully aware, fully aware of when I'm procrastinating, when I'm not doing stuff intentionally. And here's what happens to me when I don't address it right away is it starts to get heavier and heavier and heavier. I make a lot of references to this sack that I'm carrying with me, right? Of stuff that I that I got to do, that I got to attack, that I know that I just can't hang on to and hold on to. Well, that stuff, that that activity that I'm avoiding, that I'm procrastinating on gets added to that sack of stuff. It's already kind of heavy. So you don't want your sack to be too heavy. I notice it because number one, it's stressing me out. Like I can feel my stress level and I usually can't sleep. And I'm thinking about it before I go to bed and I wake up early and it's on my brain. When that happens, I know that the only way that I am going to sleep better, which is super important, we do not want to procrastinate to the detriment of our health, is to go ahead and deal with it. So I had a conversation that I had to have probably for the last three or four days that I've been avoiding putting it on. I'll do it. I'll take the weekend. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll do it over. Just avoiding it. I was doing everything in steps one through five, avoiding it because I didn't want to stress it. And by avoiding it, you compound the stress, which is just kind of comical because you're not doing yourself any favors. You're just making it worse by avoiding it. So for me, the strategy that has always worked best is like, look, this is uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. Then I tell myself, because of that, that's why you have to do it. You got to run towards your fear. If it's showing up over and over, it's telling you that's your body, that's your brain signaling that you need to do this thing. So I go ahead and do it. I had the conversation. It was unpleasant, but it wasn't nearly as bad as I had made it out to be in my head over the last three to four days. And that has usually always been the case for anything that I've had to do like that, doing the task, attacking it, or having the conversation with somebody, anything that I've been avoiding and procrastinating on. I want you to take that strategy. Use all the things that I mentioned in the show today, but I want you to take that one strategy that I use, personal experience, and just run towards your fear. Just remember that. If it's keeping you up at night, you got to run towards it. You got you to gotta deal with it head on. It's not going away. It's not going to go away. It's going to get worse and worse and worse, and it's only going to make you more stressed out. So you got to break that cycle. I appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow for the next episode. Make it a great day.